0: Straight Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing. No BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Tiarek Buchholz and Mr. Jeff Murray. How am I pronouncing correctly? Absolutely. Murray. More Murray. Murray. Okay. Yes. You know, forget, you know, for, for, you know, for my Polish English is different. So no, I hope I'm no excuse about that. Who cares about, you know, pronunciation? As long as should... we'll be making money together at one point, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so Jeff, uh, to whoever is listening and watching or by any media, uh, our goal is very, very simple. We would we are inviting and we are talking Uh, with the most Canadian successful real estate investors. So meaning is we want to provide quality as much as possible and educate whoever is watching that presentation and endorse and work together with successful Canadian known investors. That's period, right? And our dedication is very, very simple. Jeff is one of those guys, right? I have seen his presentations his entire team is rock and rolling in New Brunswick. However, he will be covering some topics related to the New Brunswick area. However, also can be applicable to all the provinces. And that's what we are going to discuss. So Jeff, would you mind be so nice and kind explaining and telling us a little bit about yourself? You know, don't sell too much, but.
2: <laughs> sure, sure, for sure. Uh, I am. Uh a entrepreneur uh, out of St. John, New Brunswick, uh, Mm -hmm. started uh, Canada Homes uh, six years ago. And at the time, I was uh, just doing a little bit of investing myself, nothing too serious, you know, had probably maybe six units or so, and uh, always enjoyed the sales aspect of the business. Um, And filling vacancies was always kind of my forte, never had any problems, always stayed full, especially in a market that wasn't the greatest at the time. And uh, started to kind of talk and see how things maybe weren't doing so uh, so well and some some folks that were struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, there's a lot of folks moving west because of that's where they needed to go for work. And that's just the way it was. And uh, so it uh, wasn't probably the best time to start a, a management business, but I did. And um, got into doing a lot of single family homes um, for those folks that weren't able to sell and they were moving and they're their houses were sitting vacant. So I mm-hmm. uh, did a lot of that, uh, as I continued to grow, um, I started to meet some investors that, uh, uh, that uh, were buying some multi-units and required management and, um, had a good handle on the business at the time. So, uh, we just continued to grow from there and, and started to, uh, went to a real estate investment show in Toronto, metal, a decent amount of investors got my first big break there. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, Been pretty steady stance, honestly.
1: Yeah, I know those guys from the KMI publications. That's right. Working on a regular basis for uh, many, many, many years. I don't want to say decades, decades, but it's over ten years. Wow, time flies (laughs) fast. We're getting younger, right? So (laughs) 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 I'm just fooling myself to, to to find it out. You know that. You know, we. We are, you have to enjoy the life, right? So, And I see that you are working with quite a lot of people. How many people working with you at this moment?
2: Uh, we have 18 staff that, uh, that are here at Canada Homes. So that's uh, stretched across the province uh, through Fredericton, Moncton and in St. John, with the bulk in St. John.
1: Okay, so there is not only one location, right? Is it?
2: No, we have uh, an office out of Moncton and we also uh, have an office in Fredericton, New Brunswick.
1: Perfect. I didn't yeah. know that. So good to yeah. good 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 to have that kind of information. Yeah. And you've been running different kind of businesses too,
2: right? At this I industry. do. I I, uh, I I still work a, a full time job uh, with my family uh, at St. John Springworks here in St. John, oh. and uh, about probably five years ago, um, or maybe a little bit longer, uh, I started a small trucking company uh, called Outlaw Trucking with a, a friend of mine and. And we still operate that today.
1: Whoa. When do you sleep?
2: Uh, I get my rest.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been developing a system where you can sleep like four or five hours a day and then have a short nap in the middle of the day. Right. So that's
2: yeah. be beneficial. Right. Yeah. It's, it's It's all about managing your time. <laughs> if you're a good time manager, you can do a lot of things.
1: Okay, so Jeff, uh, let's jump it into the conversation. So, yeah. uh, I know that you can cover so many different topics, and sure. I, I am so pleased, and I'm very glad, you know, and proud to have you on the board uh, and talking about evictions, right? Yes, so, we're good. why you chose that topic as a first topic to talk?
2: Um, I think it's a topic that it's uh, as any investor doesn't matter what province you're in uh, is something that's all of us at one time or another uh, have to uh, deal with some, you know, some more often than others. Uh, But yet, it's also one of those things that seems to really stretch across the board differently. So every province seems to have different rules and regulations as far as how exactly do you get rid of somebody when they, you know, you no longer want them there. Um, And our province uh, happens to be what I believe is to, the one of the easiest ones. Um, some may disagree, but uh, uh, in my experience with it, um, it has, and it continues to um, uh, assist us very easily. And it's it's uh, been very very good.
1: Thanks God, very good. I'm very yep. glad that you're there, right? Yeah, say this is good too about that. However, Ontario would like.
2: Wow, it. yeah, I do read.
1: <laughs> so have you ever experienced those uh, professional renters?
2: Uh, I've, I've heard lots. So there's one thing about myself. I always try to stay educated uh, into how things work elsewhere because uh, eventually I'd still like to, you know, operate Canada homes across the board. So um, I always try to continue to educate myself and I read a lot of posts and uh, a lot of my clients that are that are across Canada also invest in mm-hmm. other provinces. So, you know, we'll share stories from time to time as far as how things go there. Um, Ontario always seems to be one of the ones that kind of uh, sticks out in everybody's mind because it's just like, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a great market, but when it comes time that you do have a problem, my God, it uh, it can really cost you a lot of money.
1: Ontario and Quebec, but Quebec is completely different ball game, yeah. right? So
2: yes, I will tell you, I really don't know anything about the Quebec uh, market.
1: Uh, I have left in Quebec for quite 10 years, 15 years, 15. Wow, we're getting younger, right? (laughs) 1st of June, if I'm not mistaken, or 1st of July, everybody are moving. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That is kind of migration for everybody, right? So that's the way how I see it. So what kind of process is behind the eviction?
2: Honestly, it's it's really easy. So uh, just to to, probably easier just to run through an example. So if you have a client or a tenant, uh, and it's uh, their rent is a thousand dollars and they have not paid you rent uh, and it is the second of the month uh, you're able to serve them with a 15day notice to vacate okay so uh, for example so you would you would it's a it's a form you fill out you deliver it uh, you have to hand deliver it and also uh, you have to fax a copy to what's called the rentalsman's office which is where mm-hmm. the tenancy tribunal I guess now they're calling it um, uh, here in New Brunswick and uh, so after the 15th day so on the 16th day which mm-hmm. uh, if they have not paid uh, then you're able to apply for assistance so when you apply for assistance it typically it simply means you're applying for the sheriff so you have to pay a $75 fee for the sheriff to come only? Uh, yep only $75 pretty reasonable okay. um, they will then contact you to make an, an appointment to to come to the apartment Mm -hmm. and then uh, they're out basically. So after the 16th day, once you apply for that assistance, typically I always usually allow for a four to a five day leeway from the time you apply for the assistance. Um, By the time they call you and then book an appointment to go there, you show up, you let them in, you change the locks. They post a notice to say that that tenant has been evicted by the uh, by the uh, the Mm -hmm. sheriff and you take over the, the, the unit at that point, they are out. So before a 20 day period, technically, uh, you can take over your unit again. Now, that means the tenant is gone. There are some things like if they have a lot of leftover belongings, you have to apply for certain things and, and maybe deal with some stuff that way. But typically, you know, you know definitely less than 60 days, you know everything can be taken care of, gone, and you you may even have a new tenant in by that time.
0: Oh, so it's good.
2: yeah, it's it's really 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 good. So um, you know it's uh, it's something that um, some folks get frustrated by because they don't know. So there's a lot of like investors or or even local investors that uh, typically don't like the system because everybody wants you know somebody doesn't pay them they want them gone the next day, you know. <laughs> You know every i mean that would be wouldn't that be joyous if we could ever have that but of course and then people get frustrated they don't want to be bothered taking in to time to fill the paperwork out mm-hmm. and uh and uh that sort of thing so some folks get frustrated about the system but if you know it you understand it you you know cross your t's and dot your i's if you will and making sure that everything is right um you know it's it's an easy process we you know i you know, we deal with it monthly, because you're always like, I mean, for the amount of units that we have, we're always dealing with somebody. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, some of them go smoother than others. Uh, But uh, for the most part, that's, that's basically it, you know, so uh, I don't, I'm not aware of too many other provinces, I'm sure some of your listeners uh, across the country um, are probably not as fortunate uh, as we are. Um, I can, you can probably attest to that probably better than I could. Um, But that is a that has always been a big selling feature for for myself when I go to uh, like the real estate wealth forum in Toronto uh, or a rain conference uh, that I've been I've been to some up in BC um, is uh, yes you know in New Brunswick you have higher taxes but there also is a lot of other perks that that sort of offset some of those costs that you're maybe used to when you're investing in other provinces.
1: Okay, so. Yeah, you already covered maybe the the average scenario. How much time does it take? But yep. let's say let's let's cover the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, right? Sure. Just to make sure that, and we, let's make understand. We are talking primarily about New Brunswick, and differ, they can differ in different provinces, right? So
2: absolutely. So let's say let's take that same example. So a thousand dollars, but let's say they pay you five hundred dollars. Uh, on maybe the 10th day, okay? You're you're not able to continue on with that same eviction. You have to start the process over again, okay? So mm-hmm. if you're going to allow that tenant, let's say that tenant calls, calls you up and says, you know what, I got $500 right now, I can give you. You know, most landlords are like, yep, bring it over. But what they don't know, or maybe for, don't understand is the fact that, okay, now all of a sudden, you need to do an eviction for five hundred dollars not a thousand dollars if you follow me on that okay so now all of a sudden now it's the it's the you know it's said we'll say june 10th and uh they paid you 500 now you have to serve them a new notice a new 15-day notice mm-hmm. for uh the 500 dollars. okay
0: mm-hmm.
2: but then let's say they pay you another maybe they call you back and two days later they pay you 200 bucks okay now you got to do the notice all over again. Okay? For now they owe you 300. Okay? So that's how they can draw, it, okay? And that's also going off the fact that, you know, you're you're on the ball and you're getting notices out on the second, which doesn't always happen. You know, for our units, we aim to usually get our notices out by the 5th to the 7th, in that in that time frame, we always try to aim to have his, have it all taken care of before the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we know that that's what the what can happen. So, you know, they can certainly drag it along. Um, and as long as you're willing to allow them to,
0: then
2: mm-hmm. um, you can, you know, they can certainly do so.
1: Okay. Yeah. So should you collect and re- accept that that partial payment or just pursue? Uh,
0: the- I,
2: you know, it depends on the tenant. So, you know, if you have a tenant that's... Uh, has been good and maybe they're just running across some hard times mm-hmm. I, I usually do. But if you have a tenant that's not paying you, plus they're causing problems, maybe they're bringing the wrong type of people around and they're really causing some issues within your building and it's just not a good, not a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's, then it, it's probably best to maybe go your separate ways. Now, uh, there is another uh, option as well that I can get into if you like. Sure. Go for it, man. Yes. Yeah. So, um, if you have somebody who who has been kind of dragging along and getting, you know, maybe they just, it's just not getting paid ever, you know, and you're just never getting your money and you want to just, that's it, just straight out gone. Um, and as long as you sign them to just a straight month to month lease, so mm-hmm. nothing too, you know, you're not signing them to any fixed term or anything like that, uh, mm-hmm. we can do a termination of lease. So on the 1st uh, of June, if I want them gone by the end of June, uh I mm-hmm. just served them with a termination notice, so that just terminates the lease done deal see you later okay. um yep, and if they don't pay me um which most wouldn't because they know they're getting terminated, mm-hmm. then you can actually double up that notice and then send a notice to vacate for non payment so and trying to get them out a little bit sooner
0: okay. that's for
2: that fifteen notice, fifteen dedos so so you can you know you it um you know, the, the tenant can play the game, but as long as you're confident in the rules and you don't get uh, bullied, you know, because tenants, you know, will try to try to say, well, I'm going to the tenants or I'm going to go to the rentals men and you're going to have to do this and uh, know your rules, biggest thing. Know your rules. doesn't matter what province you're in, you know, know your rights, know your rules and just make sure you're getting your paperwork done. Bang, bang, bang and it, it's actually not that bad of a situation. The only time it gets, I would say the worst case scenario that I would ever deal with is um, either a term notice or a 15 day notice, but they're like causing problems. So they're, you know, they're having parties they or don't, they don't care because they're getting, you know, they're being evicted, uh, but uh, they, uh, uh, they, they want to go out with a bang, if you will. And, uh, and you're just phone call after phone call. You get tenants complaining, you get this and that. So, you know, but you're still, you're still within the 15 to 20 day mark, but it's a headache every day, you know? So some of them bow out, you know, they, they get notice to vacate. You don't hear from them. And then you show up one day and half their stuff's gone and you know, they're gone. And then others, boy, they like to fight you every step of the way. I'm in the middle of one right now.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm kind of East European style guy, right? Take it or leave it. <laughs> I show up at the door.
2: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And again, it's uh, it is it's a lot of uh, a lot of self confidence. Really, you know, you go in there and you're you know you're shaking in your boots because you don't know what you're going to be dealing with, I, which I was like my first few times. Like, man, I didn't know what to think my first time evicting somebody because they would come back and say, "Well, I'm going to go and." You know, I didn't know my rules that well. I had, I thought I had everything right, you know, but uh, once you get the confidence, it's all about confidence. It's like that with everything.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, we will be covering some uh, other questions related to the screening. So you should sure. not be facing that kind of situation if you are pre-screening prior to even allowing the guy, tenant or family to even occupy your property, right? So
2: absolutely we talked about this uh yeah i talked about this with uh, a friend of mine the other day where uh, uh you know when you're dealing with a, a term or 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 bad tenant a lot of time you gotta look yourself in the mirror like you <laughs> yeah. know it's not it's not you know it's not anybody else's fault besides yours you. yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's it's hard to bite that bullet it's hard to really face that fact but you know it's true
1: yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you are not going to screen properly the tenants, right? But we'll be covering that yeah. later on. So yep. let's say, can you get that damage deposit back while you after evicting the, the, the tenant, the bad guy?
2: Yeah, so in New Brunswick, uh, we have what's called a damage deposit. Now <laughs> we are uh, not to hold it in-house, so it's held uh, by the province of New Brunswick or the Tenancy Tribunal. So they actually hold the damage deposit during the tenancy, okay? Mm-hmm. So if, um, we'll go back to that same scenario where uh, oh. you uh, you send out your notice to vacate and uh, after the 20 or so days, they're, they're, they're gone and they, they take uh, their stuff and you're left with, you know, some dirty, you know, old garbage and whatnot, uh, you clean it back up again and you can, you have to, within seven days, um send in a uh, report to the tenancy tribunal to apply to get that money back so you're just required to show how much they owed you um, if you're also claiming some damages within your unit you take photos and show those damages and then you send an estimate into what those costs were going to be to get you to to clean up your place okay, okay. Um, and then from there um, the tenancy tribunal will uh, either award your money the tenant could appeal if they want to. And if they do, they have to prove that maybe they paid you or something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, So they can appeal. So that can sometimes drag on. I would, I would say a good rule of thumb is to um, if you're waiting on that damage deposit, then you may be waiting upwards to 60 to 80 days. So it can take a little while sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's a clean slate and it's a, it's a no brainer. Like they didn't pay a thousand bucks. They don't appeal Uh, by the time they actually process that paperwork um it typically can uh it can be you know i would say 45 days or so
1: okay so th- that is the the damage deposit right yep. what about the rental what uh, if for example they didn't pay you and you evicted them with some period of the time Still. there's outstanding amount right can you yep. you can utilize it from the damage deposit right or- that's
2: right you can utilize it uh for the damage deposit for lost rent and mm-hmm. also for uh, any damage to your unit the only thing is is that if that damage deposit is a thousand which it that's the max you're allowed to charge at new brunswick is, is equal to the rent uh, mm-hmm. that's the most you're going to get so so if you lost a thousand bucks in rent plus you lost a thousand dollars in damages let's say you're going to be up a thousand bucks because that's all you're going to get now you know small claims court stuff like that is always a possibility but you might as well forget about it and, and the, the main reason why is because most of the the, the type of tenants you're going to get that are going to do that type of thing to you, in my mind anyway, are ones that you're not going to be able to get They're You know, they're not sitting on a $50,000 boat. You're going to be able to seize. Okay. Wouldn't that be nice. Uh, you, c- you can't draw blood from a stone. So you might as well just, uh, as I recommend to all of our clients, you lick your wounds, you, call it a day and you go in there and you get it cleaned up as quickly as possible so you can get the, a, a new tenant in as quickly as possible and minimize your lost rent
1: okay so about the cleaning uh, what if they leave some 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 valuable assets like you know furniture
2: or everything yeah so How
1: have you have you, you work with with it
2: there's an application uh, that you would put with the Tennessee tribunal uh, uh for abandoned chalets, and when that happens you would send pictures of the room showing all that and you're supposed to do a uh sorry an inventory of what you have there and that the uh Tennessee Tribunal will take into consideration what they feel the value of those goods are against the money that you're owed okay so okay. if they value those, you know, and they will tell you that you can just get rid of them if you want. You can keep them. Whatever you decide to do, uh, you can. Now, that process can sometimes take upwards to maybe a couple of weeks, I would allow. Oh, okay. Okay? So it's not crazy amount of time. If there's a lot of stuff, sometimes it takes a little bit longer because they will contact the tenant and tell them to go and get the stuff. Well, they'll tell them to contact, our, like, your landlord and to make arrangements to go get it. Um, and after they try a few times if they're unsuccessful then they'll give us the green light to let's say to to, uh, to get rid of it.
1: So let's talk about those the worst case scenario guys hoarders and everything right yeah I just had one last night. <laughs> Don't tell me <laughs> okay yeah. so are you putting them into the special storage unit and then uh, how does it pro- work in, in New Brunswick?
2: Okay. no no you, you know my, my special storage unit is the landfill Got it. Perfect. We take it right into a trailer, uh, unless it's something that we feel is 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 worth, you know, uh, hanging on to, which I have yet to find. Like nobody's leaving flat screen TVs and (laughs) leather furniture behind, you know. Okay. I'll I'll tell you, actually, this is just the the first time I know a tenant's good and gone for good. If the TV's gone, you and the bed. If the bed and the TV are gone, they ain't coming back. Those are always thank you absolutely you go in is a TV missing yep they're gone you know <laughs> it's uh, that's almost that's almost a, that that goes for anybody I think you know the first thing you know somebody's moving the first thing they're taking is something to sleep on and their and their TV
1: got it that's it. no TV yeah. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely
2: um so you know it's again in in, in New Brunswick um it is uh still a fairly easy process when there's stuff left behind Perfect. a lot of paperwork it's just paperwork and photos a little bit of time consuming let's say mm-hmm. uh, which can frustrate people uh, but uh, once you're used to it once you've done it a few times it's not bad okay
1: so yeah. what what kind of mistakes you should avoid while evicting the tenants
2: uh i would say that depending on your situation it's best just to just like just send the notice like Don't try to like if they like they tell you on the second oh I can pay you on the tenth, then don't not send a notice because all you're doing is they don't pay you on the tenth and now all of a sudden you're you're ten days behind or you're Mm -hmm. nine days behind okay Okay. And, and that's a common thing because we're all somewhat compassionate people you know we all nobody really wants to I I don't ever want to evict people sometimes I do depending on the tenant but I mean as a you know, the ones that don't pay us, all we really want is our money. I think all landlords can agree with that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, really all we want is just to pay us money. And uh, so that's the last thing we really want to do. So when they tell you, you know what, I'll, uh, you know, I get my, I get, I'm going to get a check on the 10th. You're like, okay, sure. I'll wait till the 10th. But then the 10th comes around. Oh, well, that money fell through. And I mean, we've all heard it before. You know, and now all of a sudden you're down and you're down and you're, now, oh, you know, it's coming on the 20th for sure, though. And it doesn't. So now all of a sudden you've wasted 20 days of the month. You haven't sent a notice because they told you and you believe them. Mm-hmm. And you know, now all of a sudden, yeah, you know, you're, you won't get them out till the following month because by the time that 15 day 15 days runs up. So that's, that's kind of like one of uh, what I would call something you definitely want to avoid. Like if uh, you just get your notices out, and um, you know, even if they say they're going to pay you on the tenth, it's no problem because that 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 notice, as I i said stated earlier, uh, will be null and void once you collect that money. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh, are you collecting money by check or direct deposit or what? like how how
2: do I how do I collect uh, our rent money? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we collect it. Uh, we 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 don't take as many checks anymore. We do a, we do take a few, uh, but we started doing debit and We'll even take Visa now, Visa MasterCard.
0: Okay. Um,
2: we will, uh, e transfers are one of the most common. And then also, second probably to that, would be pre authorized payments. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. And we actually, uh, I know like everybody's trying to come up with new ways maybe to, to get rent uh, on time and whatnot. So we actually just signed and started offering air miles uh, for tenants to pay rent early. So uh, if you're a tenant of Canada Homes, and you pay your rent early, you're gonna get one air mile for every $100 in rent you have. Okay. And I know air miles aren't as, like, they're really big in Atlanta, Canada. Uh, I don't know what it's like the rest of the country, but uh, uh, air miles collectors are, are quite big out here.
1: Uh, just to give you an idea, I've been having air miles for 20 years, never, <laughs> you know, collecting when they ask, but honestly, I never withdraw. Really? And then the points or anything—I don't know how much even I have, but sure, wow. yeah. yeah, definitely. Or yeah. Turkey or something different, right? So <laughs> that's
2: how that, that's how I travel to a lot of my real estate conferences. So I don't, you know, I yeah. save some cash and use
1: some miles. Oh, okay, good to know. Yeah. I'll, I'll check my my my. Sure, uh, you can fly to New Brunswick. <laughs> sure, <Do> you have
2: a <laughs> here there. Oh, I'm sure we we could probably find one. <laughs>
1: okay, so let's cover some about the tenant screening because you know what yeah. we have covered, uh, cover we've been covering is evictions, right? However, yeah, if you are properly pre-screening tenants, then you will have a higher chances to avoid yeah. those kind of unfortunate situations, right? Yeah. So, what kind of what kind of the best way to avoid dealing with those evictions?
2: So, I would say that the biggest thing that helped me in the last three to four years, as far as avoiding uh, those eviction problems would be to do uh, credit checks. Um, Credit checks was something I never did before. And uh, I started doing it a couple of years ago. We started working with a company called Neighborly, uh, which is, you may be familiar with, they're out of Ontario and they're doing great, great things. Anybody who hasn't uh, checked them out before definitely should. Very nice people. Yep. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, um, so once I started to see uh, the stuff on credit uh, checks, like, uh, you know, not paying their phone bill or or uh, huge like car payment bills, you know, that was one of the biggest things that helped us because, you know, the we would, you know, get under our proof of income and, and knowing how much, you know, with their pay stubs and knowing how much they're making, we would then take that and go, okay, you know, the rent is, you know, so much and that the rent's gonna be 30% of your income or whatever.
0: Uh, but what
2: we didn't know was car payments, credit card payments. Um, if they're students, you know, student loan payments and all those things are now coming up on the credit check. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think us as landlords really, um, either know or need to know or need to look ourselves in the mirror and realize we're generally always going to be the last to be paid. Even though we're the ones putting a roof over people's heads, uh, Mm -hmm. I think You know, the car payment's going to be make sure it's going to be paid because it's, you know, it may be coming right out of their bank regardless. Um, I think the landlord is always somebody that gets looked at. And I wouldn't say by 100% of the tenants, but I would say probably 60, you know, uh, that, oh, you know, I know the rules. So I don't have to pay him on the first technically because, you know, he's going to give me a notice to vacate. And, you know, if I'm in New Brunswick, I've got 15 days to get that money to him. You know, or if I'm in Ontario, I've got, what, six months? (laughs) Or something like that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I don't have to worry about it at all. I can just stay here forever. But I, I, you know, that that type of thing was actually a a big help to us. So now if we see, you know, if you're making $2,000 a month, but you've got $1,200 a month in bills, I'm not renting to you. No thanks. Because I know I'm not getting my money. You know, and they can come up with every kind of, Thing, but yeah but this and but that no we don't okay. So that has been a, a, a big big plus. Uh, the other thing is is actually us collect, or, or getting proof of income. Um, mm-hmm. It was something that we would verify employment but we would never maybe prove how much money they made. So that's also helped us. So in our earlier days we had a pretty basic application you know name references, you know employment information. Um, and, um, probably three years ago is when we really started to think, okay, we're maybe we need to, to make some changes in how we do applications. So we would, we were considering doing, uh, that was when we were thinking about doing credit checks and I'd saw a neighborly at the uh, Toronto real estate forum and, and they were kind of showing all the different things they were doing with the proof of income and, and I didn't have to do anything, which is nice. So. If you're a landlord out there and you're working full-time or, or if you're a property manager like myself and you've you know you've got more fish to fry than maybe just a six unit building, um, time is, is very key and the less amount of time that you have to, to, to do this, the better. So to get a report like a Neighborly or there is a few other companies out there doing similar similar work um, that you can just sit and you, know, you th- go through the eight page uh, app, application that has all the information there um, really allows you to to make an informed decision. Um, whereas before, you're going off of what a, a landlord says. Maybe you catch a landlord that doesn't want the tenant anymore and will do whatever he has to do to get rid of them. What's the easiest thing to do? Tell the person they're great, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a dirty game out there. I don't think anybody can really say that they wouldn't expect that, I do. You know, I really, um, You know, I, I, I sometimes believe what they say, but you know, you can't always, I started, uh, there's some Facebook groups out there, uh, for local, like locally in New Brunswick, uh, that have like a closed group of, of, uh, of property managers and, and, uh, and landlords. And, uh, there's like a blacklist out there for people. So we all share different names that we've had bad luck with and, uh, It's kind of a place that you can go to kind of scroll through the names, you know, but it's, you know, it's um, it's it's helpful. Okay. Yeah.
1: So uh, we were covering some topic about the screening. Can you add any other tricks or, you know, process?
2: Yeah, like we would do Facebook, uh, Facebook scan. So we would run the names through Facebook. Now, that yeah. one's tricky just because you got to make sure that you're looking at the right person because obviously there, there's so different many. names. If somebody had people with maybe the same name, yeah. uh, but uh, like in a small city like St. John, for instance, mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, you know, fairly, you know, fairly easy to, to to punch a name in and kind of scroll through to see, you know, if you're there's a bunch of pictures there with maybe violence and drugs and stuff like that, maybe that's not really the place you want to be going. Yeah. So, um, you know, because people are silly, like they don't really think of stuff like that. They'll post anything and you know, we have to be as landlords and property managers have to be smart enough to go looking for it. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the things that, uh, that I, that I've done. Uh, also with like, uh, just getting back to the neighborly application, mm-hmm. my honest opinion that anybody who is willing to spend the time to fill out that app, anybody who's ever actually seen it, it's quite thorough. There's a lot of questions. It gets very specific. But if you, the- if you want to live there, you're going to take that time. Yep. And I've weeded out bad people just by sending them the application because I know there's no goddamn way they're going to go and, and actually take that time to fill out that application. And if they do, it's going to come back so bad, it's going to be a no brainer.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. not charging upfront fee for the finishing up the application,
2: right? So, Neighborly currently is free right now. Yep. So, uh, that has been good. Um, back when I first started, it wasn't. There was an application uh, charge for it. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started, we were just sucking it up and, uh, and paying out of pocket for it and just kind of being a part of what we would charge for a vacancy fill.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but uh, since uh, once we started to, to do it more, uh, we were then going to charge an application charge. Uh, yeah. We don't have a strong enough market per se that you can really get away with it too easy. Like right. some of the, the lower end stuff, you really gotta, you got to suck it up kind of thing. But like, if you've got a really nice unit, you got a few applicants, you can get away with charging an application fee. We always told people that if you were approved, we would give you the money back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought that was fair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in a, in a crazy market, maybe like, uh, I don't know, Toronto where, where units are, you know, when you get something you might have 20 people show up to, to view a place, right? We don't have that type of problem. So, um, you know, we, we try to be as fair as we can.
1: Yeah, I remember those times, not not now, right? Where people were filling up the, you know, interview style kind of letters, right? P- yeah. Because of that. Yeah. But, you know, that happens when the market is hot, but that's that fluctuates based on the on the situation in the market, right? So
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. So uh within the period of the time, oh criminal records, are you ch- checking them
2: or we are not, so okay. it is a, it is a, a something we could do. Um, we haven't started to. I haven't. I guess I, I I haven't ran across a situation where I felt we needed to. Okay. Uh, we just haven't. You know, I, I we're we're getting into the sin number. We're getting it. You know, and doing the credit checks and we're you know proof of identity stuff like that. Uh, we still do our Facebook checks and stuff like that, which would kind of gives us a little bit of a background. Uh, but uh, no, the criminal checks we haven't uh, haven't jumped into. So,
1: uh, within the, you've been working on that business for how many years?
2: Uh, we're coming into our seventh year, I believe.
1: Cool. Okay. Yeah.
2: Time the flies. Business, the, pardon me. Time flies. Oh my gosh! Uh, seeing where we were and where we are today, we just moved into a, a new office uh, mm-hmm. back in December of 2017. Um, our business has probably doubled like year over year for probably the last three. So uh, the you know our name is out there. We're doing a lot of different things. We're jumping into a, a couple of different things. We're doing some vacant home care for people. We actually started just a straight eviction service. So if uh, you're a landlord or 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 just a private owner, you know, maybe you got a little four-unit building or maybe it's even smaller than that and you don't know the rules, but, you know, you don't want to hire a property manager because you can't afford it, Um, we'll come and do an eviction for you. Cool. Yeah.
1: You need big guys like me?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you've been working for six years. Have you changed, modified your screening process and what – what the changes were.
2: Sure, Uh, I I think it's something that we're always kind of tweaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first few years in, it was pretty basic, like uh, the one sheet, you know, you'd call references, you'd go off your gut. Um, We try to avoid that as much as possible now because there's a lot more people in the office now. So it's, you know, it's not just one guy doing everything. Um, And uh, so the process went from that uh, to then starting into looking into the Facebook you know, background profile, stuff like that. And, um, and then into the neighborly applications that we use today. Um, And even with the neighborlies uh, still doing our reference checks and still doing uh, us, even though they'll, they'll run them through Facebook as well. uh, We still do as well. Just to, just to look at the pictures. Okay. Yeah. So the screening process itself has certainly changed, but I always find that it's, always ongoing. Okay. Yeah. So
1: some, some of the tricks which our tenants are doing is providing the previous tenant phone number and that phone number is number of their friend. Have you ever experienced that?
2: Um, I'm sure I have and maybe didn't even know it, you know, um, the, the, the kind of the, the most surprising thing I had ever had come across where we rented to uh this is back before we we were getting proof of identity and stuff like that. We rented to somebody that lived with us for probably eight months. Um moved out. Um we had somebody looking for them, and it turns out what we had wasn't even their real name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they, they you know, luckily knock on wood, uh it uh it didn't hurt us any. You know, we we didn't have any damage to the property, it wasn't but uh yeah, so actually that. Once that happened, it, uh, it kind of opened our eyes to what we, you know, again, a change. I think that's something that always, uh, whether it, it doesn't matter what property manager you are or, or landlord, you 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 have something happen to you that um, you haven't had happen before, and it kind of triggers you to never have it happen again. So that that's kind of something that we, you know, looked at ourselves and said, poof, we can't uh, we can't take any
0: chances.
1: Like yep. you, yeah. Okay, so overall, how do you see what kind of reactions you have, given or take, from the potential potential tenants? Do they accept the screening process? What the reaction is?
2: You know, it's it's some are some are really good, and and and, and it's all about how we pitch to them too. So a lot of folks, you know, will look at it and go, "God, this is awful, personal." I'm like, yeah, but. You're gonna live in a building that I've done the exact same thing to to everybody that lives there. And I'm doing it so that when you move in, that it's gonna be a comfortable experience for you. We don't, you know, willingly put anybody into situations that they uh, are uncomfortable with or, or end up uncomfortable with on purpose. You know, our goal is to have, move everybody in and have them stay forever. And it's unrealistic to think that, of course, but, Um, that's always our goal. And uh, so certainly people have kicked up a fuss before, but once they realize, well, that's, that makes a lot of sense, then they're okay. Um, You have some others that are, they do it, but they're not, they're not happy about it, you know, but they do it because you know, they want to live there. And then you get others that are like, no, I'm not doing this. Cool. And they'll move on to somebody else. And look, there's lots of other people in the city and this province, and across Canada that have a far simpler clearance process. You know, who are you? I've, some of them don't even do a clearance process at all. What, you got money? Great. There's the keys, right?
1: <laughs> so that comes another question, to be honest with you. How are you yeah. dealing with the, avoiding to have a grow-ups?
2: Grow uh, I haven't uh, had to deal with any grow-ups. I've had to deal with, like, little, like, you, maybe uh, you evict somebody and then you walk in and, and I, I'm trying to remember one off the top of my head, but one would be, uh, they had like an armoire and they had like a, a bunch of like holes drilled in it and lamps and whatnot. I mean, that's very small, small scale stuff. Um, uh, but that's that's about it for me, honestly. We haven't uh, uh, ran across too many grow ops. We keep a close eye on our power bills and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, Cause a lot of, some of the units uh, have have uh, power included. So you in the heat included. So uh, keeping an eye on those for uh, spikes in the, in the power uh, during times that they shouldn't be. Um, we'll tell the story. I see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of the tricks which we've been using is more like you write to, you know, visit the property on a regular basis. Yeah. Three months, right? So yep. in order to create a grow up or start operations, it takes yep, you know, a few months, up to three months. So, you know.
2: Yeah, we. Uh, so we started a new uh property check program about them um, two months ago uh mm-hmm. we started using a company called happy inspector so it's an app that you can get on your phones and all of our properties uh, are uploaded from our building and property management software and mm-hmm. we can go in and, and we do outside of, outside inspections and uh, if there's things that we see that uh, we believe are uh, something that we should look at right away then we'll do an interior inspection we try not to go and Oh, I guess do interior inspections unless we feel they're needed. Um, you know, if if there's something going on that you maybe you're getting some noise complaints, stuff like that. Then okay, maybe now it's time to go over there. But if if tenants are are living their life, they're paying their rent on time. Uh, if it's a house and the the lawn's being cut and everything looks great, yep
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, I try not to. You know, and and you know maybe there is bad stuff going on in it, but it, at the same time they're doing a great job of hiding it um you know i guess that's one of those things but i i try, I don't want to make our tenants feel like there's constantly somebody watching them you know you've got to make sure people are feeling comfortable and uh, uh especially in our market because i mean look they they can pick up a move you know there's apartments available all the time i mean the vacancy rates are coming down considerably but they will i mean if you make them feel uncomfortable and you're uh, the w- in the way you you know proceed i guess you know, if uh, you're going to lose
1: your tenant. Got it, okay. There's a happy does,
2: there.
1: You know, putting the clause, right, in the contract saying that you have a right to, you know, to inspect the property, you know, yep. 24 hours prior. 24 to hours
2: return, notice, and, yep.
1: And, you know, every three, three months you have a right to do it. They're not going to do that kind of, you know, crazy operations, right? You
2: know, yeah, we're always around doing maintenance calls and stuff yeah. like that. So you get around, you know, you get a good chance. And all of our, you know, the the key to is, um, you know, if you've got a, if you're another property manager or or if you're uh, a private landlord and you you've got some guys working for you, make sure your guys are trained to to to, to let you know if they start to see some things going on.
1: You know, no doubt.
2: Yep. Yeah, because those are the guys that are there firsthand, right?
1: Okay. So do you feel the changes you have made within your period of the, you know, screening process, right? Impacted your campaign more positively way or? Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It is, I feel we are getting a, a, a better quality tenant. I think we feel much better about putting tenants in places now, you know, whereas before, like you may put somebody in, you approve them, but, you know, sometimes you just, Maybe it's just not sitting right with you, you we're quite sure, but you just you're t- you almost feel like you're taking a chance. You're playing like Russian mm-hmm. roulette here. Uh, now, I I think uh, we just we just feel much much better about it. I see. Yeah, and I think the tenants feel a lot better about moving into a place too, knowing the fact that you know that they've gone through the gauntlet, if you will, and knowing that everybody else did too. You know, if I'm a tenant and I'm I'm showing up in a place and a guy's ready to give me the keys just after I gave him money just because I had the money in hand, you know, what does that say for the rest of the people that are going to be living around me?
1: Okay. Perfect. So uh, there's some questions which cross my mind because I focus a lot about automating the businesses the best way possible. And... Uh, I'm always curious about the marketing aspect of running the operations, right? So yep. uh, the question number one, how do you market in order to have a quality tenants, right? What kind of marketing strategies are you utilizing within your operations?
2: Yep. Um, so ours is, is pretty basic, like in in New Brunswick or Atlantic Canada, Kijiji is like king.
0: Really? Uh, so, okay.
2: Yeah, it really is. Um, so you have to, if you want to fill vacancies, you have to use that, have to, um, which is a killer because it's expensive. You know, it probably costs us, I think $700 a month to maintain the package that we have. Um, okay. So, but other than that, we do use our our, our website. We have a nice website um, and it's, it's a nice thing that we can refer people to from Kijiji, you know, so <laughs> they want to look at just our listings. Yeah. If they want to look at just to see what we have, Um, we actually, you can fill out a neighborly application right from our website. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, and, uh, you know, um, so that's been a nice factor. Um, and then social media, of course, um, you know, we'll, we'll focus on some new, maybe newer reno's stuff like that, that's going on, um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, uh, Twitter is mediocre around here. Not many people are on Twitter. It's not really a big thing around here, but, um, uh, but the Kijiji, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and, and your website are the, are the main ones for us around here. Uh, okay. PadMapper, at, at, you're, you're familiar with PadMapper? Padmapper uh, yeah. yeah, PadMapper. I wish it was bigger around here, um, but because uh, it's, it's actually a cool little gadget, I picked up on that from some uh, one of the real estate shows. Uh, but uh, that's those are the main ones around here.
1: I see, and I can congratulate about your your you know social media presence because you rock and roll in your entire team, uh, your friend of and your partner, I'm sorry, I forgot the name.
2: Uh, Jason Fillmore.
1: Jason, right? Yes, yep. doing amazing, amazing, amazing yeah. videos. And because of that, I, I just have a look and, you know, I see the presentation. So yeah, so that, about that.
2: yeah like him and I, when it comes to property management, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's something that we've, you know, Jason's got a little more experience than I do. He's been doing it for close to 15 years. I, it, it's fun to do some different things though. Mm-hmm. Like to take, and, and to take in and to take in with with the, um, with the technology that's out there for us uh, to be able to go and, and just start a podcast that's in our podcast is about uh, renting in New Brunswick. And mm-hmm. we bring in different people and talk about different things, aspects to, to renting in New Brunswick. Um, but for for whether it's us or anybody else out there that the technology is out there for you to have fun with real estate. You know, even the bad times. Like we talk about the like this is the bad times sometimes. Like, you know, evictions is not a lot of fun for a lot of people. Uh but we can all learn from each other. You know? So hopefully somebody's out there listening that uh that has had some trouble, um, um maybe they own some property out here and and they've been Having some trouble, and they can take from what I've said, and 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 it helps them in some manner. Because uh, for us, uh, you know, educating ourselves, educating other people, and portraying ourselves as the professionals that we are is is important for us.
1: Perfect. So you mentioned your website. What's the address?
2: Uh, the website is chfr.ca. So uh, that just stands for Canada Homes for Rent, and. Uh, uh, unfortunately, like everybody, I'm sorry. We are only in New Brunswick right now. Give me some time. I will be across. <laughs> this, I will be across the board. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of time, but we'll get there.
1: Okay. Okay. Then another question is: uh, Do you have? And this is out of the you know script and whatever there is, but sure. yep. I, I like interacting with. Uh, people and sometimes confuse or get you know ball rolling in different way. Yeah. Uh, are you automating your business? Are do you how you automate it? How you make sure that you have a proper screening, follow up uh, applications and everything? Do you do Excel sheet or you do different more sophisticated applications? That. Uh,
2: yep. Sorry. Sorry, I just broke up there a little bit. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, uh, so I, just as far as the application process goes, uh, you know, all of our agents uh, have their cell phones on them, so they're able to send applications right to a tenant, right then and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the application comes in, uh, we have five office staff that are in here that handle all the aspects of uh, of the leasing aspects, of the money aspects, of the dealing with the rentals board, uh, dealing with owners. So. All of us as a group sort of uh, work very closely together into ensuring the fact that things are done uh, pretty quickly. Once a report gets back, we're able to uh, approve a tenant and get things rolling and get a deposit usually within 24 hours.
1: Got it, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, But uh, not many, not much automation, really. Um, We're, we're, you know, we're starting to use like third-party companies like Neighborly, uh, but just to save ourselves like the the calling and the waiting and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, as far as the, the, the paperwork aspect of it, the approval processes and all that sort of stuff, we've uh, you know, we we've, we've got the manpower here to take care of it.
1: I see, I see, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm very, very, you know, I have noticed that been working with quite a lot of very good automation specialists in entire Canada, especially about the real estate side, right? So, yep. you know, automation is the king, right? Auto posting for KDG ads, no integration, no human interaction. All the lead generation, all the leads, fill ups, informations, uh, screening, everything, Infusionsoft, other applications. So I'm just always curious how other people successful like yourself are doing, yeah. right? So
2: yeah, so you know, I've I've uh, I've dabbled a little bit into uh, a, a HubSpot. So mm-hmm. it's something that I haven't really focused a lot on, honestly. Uh, sure. But it's something that I feel that in the future, certainly something that will be key for us. Definitely. Yeah, so we're also looking at doing like a, a tenant Facebook page um, to keep tenants up to date on on the goings-on with Canada Homes and what's going on, maybe different notices that are going out, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, entire um, society, right, doesn't matter if there are tenants or buyers or whoever – is saturated with so much information, so the lifespan of the attention is so short. Oh man, it's crazy. Uh, it yes,
2: yeah. that's really why we're going. That's why we're always trying to come up with new things.
1: Yeah, you know, you'll get boring quickly. Very, very boring, right? Like, if you do, if you notice, you know, uh, our interaction will be available for you know on different media or different sources as long as possible. You yeah. provide that information for free. Yeah. Uh, I would. V- very much thank you for you know spending the entire hour with us on and sharing your experience. I'm so thankful for it. Jeff, do you have anything to add? It maybe contact information. Uh, what what kind of uh, final thoughts you would like to share with people sure. who will be you know hearing yeah, or seeing the presentation?
2: Yeah, so I I gave you my website, which is chfr.ca. You can see a little bit about our operations and a little bit about us and and how we operate and how we portray ourselves. Uh, You can reach me directly at Jeff, so that's J-E-F-F, at Mm CanadaHomesForRent.ca. And uh, you can also reach me uh, by 506-216-3113. That's the office line. And my cell phone number is 506 977 Three one one three. So uh, that's the website up there now. And uh, all of our contact information's there. Uh, we started a, uh, a YouTube channel, uh, which we'll uh, upload our podcasts. We'll uh, hopefully we can get a copy of this one and we'll upload that one up there as well. And um, uh, also we'll do different viewings of different properties. We've got some new stuff that's coming up. So we'll we'll do some different videos. We got a little promotional video that we're working on right now to Kind of show you uh, Canada Homes and what we are and what we do. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of our uh, that's kind of our thing. We'll uh, we'll keep working hard at it.
1: So Jeff, I would like to thank you very much for your precious time. I see a lot of you know appreciation from my side, from the side of the viewers, and what we are going to do it is very simply make as much as possible to to share whatever you provided to us many people Canada-wide. Thank you very much, Jeff, and looking forward to have you on another presentations very soon, and then we will see what we can come up with, with it, right? And I would love to have a discussion about investing in multiple units in your area, right? Absolutely. So,
2: yeah, no, this was great, and uh, I thank you very much. Uh, uh, thank you for your time. Um, I always get excited anytime I get an opportunity to Uh, discuss uh, New Brunswick with the rest of Canada. Uh, Sometimes it can be forgotten. Uh, But uh, again, thank you very much and uh, certainly look forward to it. Any questions at all, please uh, send them along. I'd be happy to help. Okay,
1: so Jeff, looking forward to working with you on a regular basis with your team. And whoever has any questions, guys, our dedication is very, very simple. If you do not ask the question, you will not get an answer. Simple as that, okay? So easy. So easy, but you have to have enough and be enough encouraged to ask the questions because people, they are willing to share their knowledge and experience because that is the passion. That's what makes Canadian real estate investors, real estate investor per se, the most appealing kind of industry reason being is because it's based on the networking. If you screw somebody, everybody will know. If you help somebody, everybody will know. If you work with somebody and you're making money together, you're interacting, exchanging information, everybody will know. Simple as that. So that's my final thoughts. And Jeff, thank you very much. Say hello to the entire team.
2: I will. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Straight Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing no BS. For more info, www.straightsmartrei.com.